This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Rachel finally released a full episode of her podcast. I was ready to not like it. I was because that weird preview they gave us that like eight minute preview or seven minute preview was just odd, but they figured out the better way to go about this is to have some producers of the podcast, like interview Rachel essentially. So it actually had more of a flow to it. And I am happy she gets to tell her side of things. I am because I'm not trying to pretend like other people aren't shitty in this scenario. So here have been my key takeaways. I'm doing this one kind of fast because I owe my Patreon an episode and I need to go get my Botox. (laughs) So I'm getting right into it. Um, She recognizes her pattern of putting men on pedestals and neglecting friends in the process. And I think that's kind of big. She references that awkward conversation in the finale that she had with Ariana. And it's exactly what a lot of us predicted she was curious to know Ariana's version of how often do you have sex? Are you attracted to him? That's she was asking those questions to see if Tom was telling her the truth. Of course, the interesting part is Ariana clearly debunked what Tom had been telling her. So therefore missing a step, but she, she's admitted that she's made huge mistakes. She's had, she's shown more remorse than Tom has. So If I'm going to hate anyone the most, it's going to be Tom in this scenario. Um, Anywho, going to keep going. The producer interviewing her says, it's really hard to break through to you. Do you think the VPR producers had the same issue? And she says that, yes, she had a lot of walls up. And then after this, especially, she's going to have all the walls up. So the Graham story I found very interesting. She claims, Rachel claims that James was a bad dog owner. He would kick him off the couch when he was sleeping and shock him. He would taunt him when James would get drunk and yell. Graham would hide under the couch. James would torment Graham, according to her. She claims that she had Graham in some kind of social training after the breakup, but obviously that didn't work. When she went to treatment, her her parents took Graham and Graham bit her mom so bad that she had to go to the hospital and the doctor allegedly at the hospital recommended they put the dog down. Well, she wasn't able to rehome him with the foster family, which is what she had been trying to do because I guess two of them or maybe at least one said it wasn't a good fit. And she also knew she was still talking to Tom every day in treatment. I'm really glad she stopped that. Um, But she found a breed specific rescue and they promised to keep all of her personal info under wraps because she was a public figure. They adopted Graham, this, this, the, the center, they adopted Graham to a new owner. The owner returned Graham because he bit him. So they needed more money for a new trainer because apparently the trainer also didn't want to work with him anymore. And they scanned his microchip and decided to contact Vanderpump dogs. Doesn't this all sound so bizarre? 
Well, when Lisa Vanderpump finds out, she decides to adopt Graham. And Rachel says, we all know her first priority is a storyline. So producers of Vanderpump Rules had been trying to get her to join the cast again. They were trying to get her to join when they went to Lake Tahoe. Remember when they all went to Lake Tahoe and that's when we saw Graham the first time? They'd been really, which I think is just crazy. The woman is in a treatment, a mental health treatment center. And you're like, come on, sign on the dotted line. No, let her have a, let her have time off. Let her come back. I don't like, that was just, I keep thinking about that. Like, when did you, when did you have time to get your phone in treatment and talk to them and say yes or no? And they were, I, I just think that's so insensitive of them. Lisa told people, well, a fan, so a fan posts the picture of, of Graham in Lake Tahoe with James. And Lisa had was telling people that Graham was hours away from getting put down. And she's, Rachel's aware that this is going to be the storyline for next season. So I am glad that she's getting to talk about this because these sorts of stories we run and we jump on and we just, it, it's such an emotional thing when it comes to dogs. And she was already dealing with enough and then have this added on to it. Because let's face it, Lisa doesn't give a shit about these people for real, for real. She just knows this is a gold mine of a show. So Lisa was more concerned with Rachel being back on the show, according to her. Uh, so when Rachel texts Lisa to say that she doesn't support Graham being with James, he needs to be with an owner who knows how to work with troubled dogs. Lisa was like, why don't you come to Villa Rosa with flowers and explain why you left Sir so suddenly and explain your side of the story? Rachel's like, I think they were kind of using Graham as bait, which kind of does sound like it in a way. But also, we were really happy that James had Graham back. And I don't know if I fully believe um, that he would taunt Graham I don't know if Rachel necessarily understood ways that dogs play and stuff. However, she there even Ariana said this dog was a freaking disaster. This dog was snippy and bites and not a not a well-behaved nice dog. So Rachel didn't think that they would have kept her whole story in the show. That was her main thing. Like she thought about it for a second. She's like, maybe I do want to go to Villa Rosa and I do want to talk to Lisa. But she thought about it and she's like, this is going to be edited down and I doubt I'm going to get my full story told. So she obviously decides no. The producer of the of the, her podcast, the producers that are interviewing her, there's two of them. They play clips from the Tom's going on two T's that episode. And Rachel says, she's like, this was the first time he like really threw me under the bus and played the victim. So then of course they're like, well, is he correct in saying that you made the first move and like took advantage of him? Like I cannot get over that Tom went that fucking direction. I cannot even believe that. Right. So her version is this, they were filming a scene she was. She was filming a scene with Lisa at Sir about how she's standing up for herself against the girls now. So he meets her there, gets her a drink at the bar. Then they were supposed to go meet the gr a group of them over at Beaches, which is right around the corner from Sir. But instead, he suggests they go to the Abbey. The producers do ask, at this point, were you like interested in Tom? Was this something you were like trying to get involved with? And she admits that she was starting to feel a certain way. All the attention he was giving her, he was like dropping everything to be with her all the time. So they don't go to beaches, they go to the Abbey. And then 
after they're done, she asks if she if he would like a ride home. So they're sitting in her car chatting for about 20 minutes in front of Tom and Ariana's house. He asks if she wants a nightcap. Well, they get up to the door. He's locked himself out. We know this, right? Producers interrupt to be like, where's Ariana? And when she says she was sleeping upstairs, they gasp. They audibly gasp because it's like, okay. So he suggests they go try the back door. The sliding door is locked. So he's like, you know, we have a fire pit here. We'll just chill here. And then he, they're talking, they're talking. He says, you know what's great about this pool? It's heated. She obviously gets the hint. So she slips out of her jeans, just wears the corset top she had on and underwear. And they go in. She claims that she is playing music on her phone, swimming in the shallow end. He's in the deep end. He swims up, tells her to turn the music down, looks at her a certain type of way, spins her around and kisses her. She was surprised but happy. And the producers actually stopped to note just how impressed they are that these are real relationships. That there's like, there are no cameras. There were no cameras here. So you guys really do all hang out with each other, which I think is a, is a, interesting for producers of a show, right? Because they're probably used to their it being a bit more manufactured, but it's like, nope, no, these people really. Okay. So after they kiss, Tom is sitting on one of the steps in the pool, like with his head in his hands, according to her. And Rachel's like, I should go. So she gets up, she starts toweling off and drying off, getting dressed. And he's like, no, no, don't leave. I just need a second to think. And he's like, I don't know what to do. I really like you. And Rachel says she felt weird sitting there right outside. So asks if he would rather talk about this in her car. And that is when they hooked up. And Rachel said she felt swept off of her feet and loved, but then she was hanging out with Ariana on camera and she was drinking a lot more, she says. And she was drinking so much and changing so much that a friend of hers, hold on, I got to yell at my cat. Penny. Okay. So her friend pulled her aside at Schwartz and Sandy's one night to be like, what is going on with you? With your drinking, I never see you. I'm wondering, I think I know who this friend is. He says that he's like, I don't see you anymore. And you're always, and she admits I was making up lies saying I was getting like certified to teach Pilates and that's not true. And she told him, I, I can't tell you, I'm really drunk right now and I can't tell you, let's talk tomorrow. He calls her the next day and she's like, damn it, I was hoping you'd forget. And then confesses that she'd been seeing Tom for a few months and she loves him. And he's like, oh, what about Ariana? And she was like, I know this is why I've been drinking so much. And he, this friend made it clear, I do not condone this. Like, I am not on board. You need to end things. Well, the end of the episode is kind of nearing in terms of her episode. Sorry, the podcast episode. So the producer asks, how do you feel now that you've said this? And Rachel says she knows that the producers of Vanderpump Rules weren't happy with her because they wanted everything on camera. And that's, I don't know if that's accurate. Schwartz was a quote, convenient cover-up. Convenient cover-up, you guys. And they'll get into Schwartz and they'll get into love bombing and boundaries later. And I'm like, okay, I, I, I'm going to admit, I'm actually interested to hear it. If there is a producer that's going to be there kind of guiding her where it needs to go, then I'm, I'm, I am interested. I do want to hear her side. Uh, her fear of this podcast is interesting, though, because the producer's like, do you have any fears with this podcast? And she's like, I'm worried I'm not going to be portrayed accurately. And I'm like, but this is your podcast. 
So I don't understand. Are you? That's how untrusting she is. She's like, I don't know if you guys are going to edit it and make it sound different. And then she does bring up NDAs are signed with the contract, so you can't disclose storyline information. But she says, I feel pretty secure in myself that since Tom Sandoval stuff wasn't a real storyline on the show, I'm okay. But when I go into some other reality TV stuff, it can get risky. And so they're going to be talking about putting men up on pedestals, power imbalances, codependency, molding yourself to shape someone else's perception of you, all of that stuff on the podcast. And so, you know, I, I know this is, I know she's, if you, if you know my content, you know that I've been, if, if anything told I'm too mean to Rachel, but I'm going to, I'm going to say that this actually, I, I'm happy that she gets to do this. Honestly, especially if Tom's going to be out here talking, talking, talking this whole season, going on two T, saying some bullshit, talking this and this whole season's going to be out. He's a victim and all this crap. So, I I think it's good that she's got this going for her. That's what I got to say. So anyway, if you've gotten to the end of this episode, please don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen or on YouTube. And I got to go. Sorry to make it such a quickie, but I love you. Mean it. I'll see you next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.